0: Let's start with a taste of the almost religious reverence for codfish that you'll find in Portugal. The Portuguese love fish, especially cod. Cod has been a staple there since the 1700s, but they don't eat it fresh. It's imported from the North Atlantic, salted hard as a log and then soaked in water. (laughs) I've long wondered how it is that a country that eats more fish per capita than any other has as its most popular fish a fish they import from Norway or from Greenland, and they never serve it fresh. We're joined now by two Portuguese guides, Robert Wright and Cristina Duarte, to learn more about the Portuguese love of cod, dried, salted cod. Cristina, Robert, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Now, that was my, my take on the cod situation Robert,
1: was that accurate or what? It's how completely could, accurate. Okay. It's, it's amazing when you think about how Portugal eats more fish per capita than even the Japanese do. Wow. Which is amazing. And yet they have this wonderful, like, brick hard. But it transforms into something delicious. And be- and it, it's something you'd start to crave. You
0: do. Yes. That, when I get After, to bacalao, <laughs> it's one of the few words
1: I know in Portuguese
0: is bacalao. Yes. Cristina, what is the historical background? Why is this?
2: The historical background is that we are Atlantic. So uh, we are always bathed by the Atlantic Ocean. But the packs of fish that passes under in the Atlantic Area over there is they are quite small fish like mm. sardines, mackerel. Oh, that's right, and, A lot of sardines uh, yes, in Portugal. Bream, bass, but they are small. They dry also. Some of them, they can dry. But it is not the same amount, volume, as a codfish. Mm-hmm. The codfish is huge. Mm-hmm. So in the 1400s, when we started to go, I mean, fourteen fifteen hundreds, going with the discovery spirit, trying to make our way mm-hmm. out of the economic situation for Portugal, we started to go a little bit to north, to east, to somewhere. And we found out that there is this... Huge fish, very nutritious, mm-hmm. and that you can eat everything out of it. You can eat from the tail to the skin, the cheeks, the tongues, the eyes, everything. So it's like the pork of the sea. water, the pork and of the sea. Yes, pork. because you, because you eat everything. <laughs> Only a You're, Portuguese could call, call the pork, pork of the, of the sea. sea. Yes, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> because you eat everything, and that's why the three hundred sixty-five recipes, yeah. because you just take everything from the I heat. want to
0: get a cooking lesson in a moment but mm-hmm. I'm still interested in this historical yes. background because a big issue 500 years ago was refrigeration. Yes. There was none. So
2: it was necessary not only okay a person fishes the, the fish now how do we keep it right. and how do we transport it so yeah. the best is to flatten so all <laughs> exactly it. flat okay. is good flat is good to transport <laughs> and, and it, it occupies less space. It's like space. a bunch of two by tens. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Stack them
1: up.
0: Stack them <laughs> up. Two <laughs> by tens and You can eat it.
2: (laughs) And so you open it, you put salt to preserve it, and once arriving to mainland, you put it to dry. So they would actually, they'd
0: go up to Greenland or Norway or Newfoundland? Norway,
2: yes, because it is uh, cold water.
0: They'd fill the bottoms of their boats with yes, cod. Yes, It's salted, it's dried. Yes, yes. And then, so it would survive. Yes, it would survive. And they, could, they survive. could feed their sailors wh- while they're working. While
2: they're working. And
0: they come home and they sell it and make exactly. their money. And
2: another thing is that we are traditionally a Catholic country. Ah. So we had actually need of fish. I mean, every Friday we needed to eat fish. And uh, the 14 days of, uh, of the Lent. Of Lent, And yeah. then Christmas and all the big celebrations. Yes. So it,
0: Basically, in cod we trust.
2: A cod we trust, exactly. Oh, right
0: now, the <laughs> then you had this interesting twentieth-century history with a dictator, uh, Salazar. Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: and economy was bad. Meat is expensive. People were starving, and especially the north of Portugal, where we have the smallest and the most active fishing villages. And uh, in winter, is very tough and rough the Atlantic mm. Ocean in Portugal. So most of the fishermen could not get out on the sea. So it was tough to go all. So on the North Sea to Iceland and to Norway and even to Canada. So most of uh, yes. But with the tough economy... We are talking about 40, 50, sometimes 60 boats, entire villages going. And Salazar, knowing that this was an important industry and a huge amount of people going, so he was actually organizing these campaigns, the COD campaigns, Mm. and there was a boat, a hospital boat, to give them uh, support in case of something happening.
0: Okay, so Salazar recognized that um, fish would be more affordable with a terrible economy than red mm. meat. and he subsidized and encouraged yeah. the cod industry. And then in nineteen seventy four, Salazar's gone. But people grew up eating cod, and, and Robert, it just, the taste is there, is that the deal?
1: The taste is there, and basically it becomes one of those things that you identify with home cooking, and it's something that you really... It's Mama's uh, cooking. It's Mama's, yeah. It's your, cooking. Yeah, yeah, it's from home. So oh. um, I think everybody has their own favorite take on the traditional Portuguese cod recipes. So take me into a shop first. You go mm-hmm. to a shop, and it, it feels almost going like a lumber shop. It's stacked up there, literally. Well, first of all, you don't even have to walk into the shop first because you smell you it, it to smell from it. far away. <laughs> you do, definitely. <laughs> (laughs) It's a very... It's not a fishy smell, but it's a very salty smell. Yeah. And uh, so you walk in... Even in a grocery store, if you were to uh, visit Portugal and just take a tour of your local supermarket, (laughs) As soon as you walk toward a certain section, you smell that pungent salt. You're like, oh, it's the cod section. And you can pick it up. here. It feels like picking up a baseball bat on You right? are, yeah. <laughs> you it could is. knock it, and Definitely. it sounds like knock on wood. Yeah. Is yeah. there is there any sense of quality, or is cod cod? Oh, lots of different variations between quality. So depending on where it's fished, where it comes right. from. exactly, uh-huh. And also the cut of where it's from. So some parts of cod have a little bit more flesh. You can spend more and be
0: thankful that you're spending more because yes. you're getting better yes. quality. Yes. Cristina Duarte comes to us from Lisbon. Robert Wright is a former Lisbon resident who now lives in Spain. They're filling us in on the central place of codfish in the home cooking of Portugal right now on Travel with Rick Steves. When you go to Portugal, they say, ah, there's a different way to cook cod every day of the year. What's an example of these recipes that people are so excited about?
1: Well, a lot of these uh, have either a component of being like a sauté dish or like a casserole. So that's kind of like the basic ones you're going to find. Okay. The one that is my personal favorite is the one that everybody eats so often is bakaljava brash. It's in the style of brash. It was actually oh, a is that a place? A person? Uh, it's a person. A it person. was created in Lisbon, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dish itself was created in a small cafe mm-hmm. in Lisbon that basically people are like, this is a darn good combination Um, of of ingredients. We love love it. We love it. So we're going to name the dish after him. It's basically uh, cod that's been desalted because you have to desalt either for Mm -hmm. one or two days. The base is uh, roasted or baked potatoes, sometimes even Mm -hmm. fried potatoes. It depends on everybody has their own variation. And then it's just basically onions that are sautéed until they're pretty much translucent, and super, super soft and sweet. It sweetens up the onions. Mm. Uh, And then you mix all these ingredients together, a little bit of salt and pepper, sliced black olives, and then traditionally you put parsley on top. Ah. Uh, You can put cilantro if you want. So if you go
0: to a restaurant, uh, just a a hole-in-the-wall restaurant Mm. or a nice neighborhood restaurant you can look for um, bacalao a brush. Yeah. And that would be the good sort of the, the basic the way basic. to measure it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, it was sitting in salt. Do some dishes have the cod that you actually eat saltier
1: than other dishes or is it always going to taste salty? It shouldn't. And that's the key. It's like if you go to a place and you order a dish that has uh, a, a cod dish that tastes yeah. a little too salty, yeah. they haven't desalted the cod enough. Ah.
2: Well, but I, yeah. as Portuguese, I yeah. have a different opinion yeah. which yeah. is for us, it's very difficult to evaluate how is the salt. Uh, It is. It it is. is, It's it's So, if you don't want risk, what I normally advise to a foreigner people, if you don't risk to have a a salted cod, the best is to get some recipes like abrash, which you have shredded cod. cod. But if you ask for a dish that is a nice slice, high slice of cod, you have a very huge probability of getting some salt out of it.
0: Sure. Christina, you're a mother. You're going mm-hmm. shopping. Take us through the whole process. You go to the yes. shop. How do you buy it? What do you look for? And then, when you take it home, how do you serve it to your children?
2: Yes. Yeah, so I uh, I go to the I go to the place where the cod is. I look for one that I I like it uh, white. I'm, mm-hmm. So I, I can see it. What is more light, white, and I don't like it very high because so very a high. So th- thin slice. thin yes, is better for you. Thin is better for me because what we are looking is a fish that it has no water, so it's dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it means that when I'm going to desalt it, it's going to be high.
0: So you're going to hydrate it. Uh, hydrate when you exactly it. yes. Yeah. When how, I desalt. How long does that take? And how, you uh, take depends it depends
2: how thick it is. So okay. that's why I like it uh, smaller mm-hmm. okay. um, so you and you just flatter. T- you toss it in the in a pan of water? Yes, in a pan of water. Uh, but as, before that, I asked the lady in the shop to cut it as I want. Mm-hmm. So I can cut the sides, you know, that are, are thinner. How do they and cut they, it? Do they cut it oh, like they with Oh, they have a, saw? a huge, no, they <laughs> have like a, a huge a guillotine almost. Uh, oh,
0: like a big paper
2: cutter Yes, thing, yeah. Yes, exactly, oh, a right. paper cutter. And they cut it, the slices as you want, how big slices okay. you want and how you want it. So already from the shop, I already decide if I wanted to do it on the oven, uh, just boiled or fried or shredded. So you
0: cut it uh, according to how you plan to cook e- exactly. it. Exactly.
2: And I normally do the shredded parts, the parts, they are not that noble. You see, like the the girls and also the gills. The gills. So the less
0: noble parts. parts are, yes. Uh, that's the throwaway parts yes. for yeah, the rich exactly. people. Exactly.
2: Yes, but you don't throw away. So you shred those parts or the yeah, head, nice. the cheeks, also the tail.
0: This is Travel with Rick Sieves. We're talking and cod in Portugal, our guides are Cristina Duarte and Robert Wright. I can imagine it being the food of the family, the home cooking. Yes. But also, you've got a lot of festivals, and in mm-hmm. Portugal, there's just an enthusiasm for festivals. Robert, how is cod worked into Christmas time, for example?
1: Uh, for me, actually, Christmas is, is synonymous with cod, but actually, for also New Year's Eve. Cristina, most... what's another festival mm-hmm. use of cod? For your family, is it New Year's Eve? Also? yeah, yeah. Uh, No, it is Christmas. 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 Mm. Yes.
2: Explain the Christmas. And the vegetable. Christmas. Go. What it is more traditional is the very bo- It's v- very boring and very natural, which is just boiled with vegetables and potatoes. But as it is not very rich, and it is a, a festivity day, yeah. so more and more we do some other recipes. Okay. And my mom loves to do it with uh, breadcrumbs. And well, the spinach. Good. It's good that it's... And sometimes some shrimp also.
1: Oh, yeah. It doesn't have a lot of extra flavor to it. Yes. Because the Portuguese desserts come out afterwards. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> so at least oh. it, it elevates the, <laughs> right. the arrival yes. of the
1: dessert. We've had a lot of cod now. And, and
2: there is the another dessert. another secret for a good cod. It requires very good olive oil. That ah. is, oh, yes.
0: Spanish olive oil. No, Portuguese. <laughs> Portuguese. Oh, <my> Portuguese. <laughs> Portuguese. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been talking cod in Portugal with Robert Wright and Cristina Duarte. Next time I go to Portugal, my first dinner, bacalao. Yeah, bacalao. <laughs> Obrigado. Obrigado. How do you say bon appétit? Bon appétit. Bon appétit.
1: Rick Steves has spent a third of his adult life in Europe researching and writing guidebooks. Europe Through the Back Door teaches the skills of smart travel. Travel as a political act adds meaning to the journey. And Rick Steves' best-selling country, city, and pocket guidebooks cover every corner of Europe. To learn more, visit the Travel Store at ricksteves.com.